Welcome to the Practical Family Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Bryant, and Practical Family exists to help families just like yours to build strong foundations and healthy homes. Hello, and welcome back to the Practical Family Podcast. I'm Jen Bryant, and today we're interviewing an author who has written a fabulous book, and I'm convinced that she wrote it just for me. It's called Made Like Martha, Good News for the Woman Who Gets Things Done. Her book is based on the biblical account of two sisters, Mary and Martha, and I'll read it to you because it's a very brief passage. Luke 10, 38-42 says, Now as they were traveling along, he entered a village, he being Jesus, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations, and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about by so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. So often I've heard of Martha depicted as a person who was too busy for Jesus. She was multitasking and had so many things going on that she couldn't take the time to just sit with the Lord. Now, where that may be true to a point, Katie Reed offers encouragement to women who are naturally productive, who love a good to-do list. And let's face it, we need people like this in our lives. And I'm not just saying that because I'm one of them. I think though at the same time, we do need to learn that grace has to come with needing to feel like we have to do it all. And mamas, I'm talking to you right now. If you have felt worn out, burnt out by having all of the things on your shoulders, whatever those things might be from raising the kids to taking care of the home. Maybe you also work inside or outside of the home. You may have been compared to a Martha before, especially if you're good at a lot of what you do. That Martha tendency can come off as a negative thing if those to-do lists distract you from prioritizing your family first. And I want to encourage you that as you listen to this, that you would find real hope, real joy, and especially the grace of God as you do what you're good at and realize that, you know, God made me this way and I need to look to Him to help me prioritize that to-do list. But before we get started, here are a few fun facts about our guest today. Katie Reed lives in Michigan with her husband and five children. Katie and her husband Adam also co-host a Facebook show called Stop Hammock Time, where they sit in a hammock and talk about life with you, and it's just good fun. While they are also homeschooling parents, Katie makes time to write, and her book that is coming out this week called Made Like Martha, Good News for the Woman Who Gets Things Done, is a page-turner, people. I absolutely love this. And it's fun because at the end of each chapter, she has a section called Modern Martha, where other writers will fill in their experiences being modern Marthas, and a section called It Is Finished, where she gives you personal challenges to accept who you are and know that God has already finished the thing that you feel like you have to finish. 
I was so personally challenged with this book the entire way, and I'm excited for you to get to hear from Katie now. Be sure to check out practicalfamily.org in the podcast page where you'll find more information on this episode, extra resources. But now I'm going to turn you over to our conversation where you'll get to hear directly from Katie Reed, author of Made Like Martha, good news for the woman who gets things done. What made you want to write a book called Made Like Martha, aside from the inspiring biblical story of Miss Martha. Why did that connect with you so much? Well, I am a firstborn girl, and typically firstborns are very responsible. They like to get things done. And I think when I looked at the story of Mary and Martha in the Bible, it seemed like Martha kind of got a bad rap, and she was the one that was responsible as well. So for a long time, you know, I kind of tried to tone that down a little bit because I thought it was something to fix. And God helped me realize that's the way he's made me. And there's nothing wrong with being made like Martha. And in that Luke passage, he pointed out something she needed to work on, but he wasn't criticizing the totality of who she was. Mm. And when I realized it, I was like, Hey, I'm made like Martha. I can hold my head high. You know, she was loved by Jesus. And he makes a point of there's a verse that talks about that, that he loved Mary and Lazarus and Martha. And somehow I had overlooked that fact. Mm, That's powerful. And that, I think, speaks to that identity issue, right? So many women are walking around going, gosh, what's wrong with me? You know, or if maybe one person responds negatively to you being a planner and then you hear things maybe like, oh, you're, you're kind of OCD or, or you kind of need your ducks in a row, don't you? Or, oh, have, have you heard things like that from other people or comments that make you feel a little less than? Well, yes. And I'll give you an example. When I got married in 2001, I had a nine page typed up wedding agenda. Mm. (laughs) and but but my intention I mean probably there was I know there was some control issues there but it was also like I want everyone to know what they're doing what's expected so that when the day comes I can just relax you know husband we can just relax and enjoy the day and so even though people kind of made fun of me for that (laughs) they didn't have that many questions. You know, I've been at some weddings where there's just chaos because no one knows what's going on and Mm -hmm. it's really stressful for the bride. And so even though people thought it was funny, it actually served us all well. Now, looking back, I probably would have maybe done three pages now. I've I've calmed down just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And it also reminds me one time my in-laws came out to visit us. We lived in Arizona at the time and we were going to go make a trip up to Sedona. And I was kind of always the person people would look to, to make plans. Cause I like making plans. I'm just kind of a go getter. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes that can translate as bossy or in- inflexible. So I had determined in my mind that I was not going to make the decisions. I was just going to take a back seat literally, and let other people do that. Well, they didn't want to make the decisions. They wanted me to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so we ended up going to Sedona in this, it was very scenic, but it was very windy mountain pass is the way we went. 
And most everyone got car sick and it was kind of a disaster. And I looked back and I realized, you know, even though I was trying to be gracious and take a back seat, like God made me this way. And when I exercise that, like it can be a blessing to people too. Mm. Um, Yes, there are times I can just be bossy and I need to, you know, hold that back. But it was a good picture of, you know, when I wasn't myself, everyone got sick. (laughs) (laughs) When you stepped out of who you naturally were, I I can really relate to that, Katie, because I have felt the same way. When I feel like I have been too much for people, I, I will back off. And I say, you know, I don't need to, I can tell myself, I don't need to be in charge. I don't need to take over. I'm happy to let someone else do that, especially if that's someone else's passion or gift or, you know, there are lots of other people like us too. I don't, I'm not the only one. I'm not everybody's savior, right? So yeah, there have been times where I've stepped back and just needed to relax, but there are times when I've realized that could have gone better and I was maybe just feeling more frustrated on the inside because maybe I didn't feel appreciated. So my response still, I needed to work on in my heart. Katie, can you speak to that spirit that you talk about in your book, having that hired help mentality, the whole, I must do it all or no one else will, because we can certainly get trapped in that as busy moms and nurturers of everyone. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. The hired help mentality is another word for it is the orphan spirit. And it's this mindset that it's all up to me. Or that if I'm not perfect or flawless or pleasing, I could lose what I have. Sometimes people with a hired help mentality, it's basically trying to earn what you have Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, receiving. I have this phrase, you know, grace is a gift to be received, not a prize to be earned. And for so long, I knew I was saved by grace, but then I tried to keep God happy and earn his favor through exemplary behavior. But the reality was because of what Christ did on the cross and my belief in him as my savior, I already had his favor. It wasn't Mm -hmm. something to get. It was something to enjoy and to receive. And I think a lot of us, you know, as busy women and moms, sometimes we have a hard time with that receiving piece. We can work really hard and we can get things done and we can strive and we can also, you know, drive our family crazy in the process. And knowing you're a daughter, you settle in. When you know you have a good and faithful heavenly father, you kind of relax on the inside. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like it's all up to you because you trust him to care for you. He, you know, he isn't company to impress. He is family to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And for so long, I lived like I had to pretty myself up, my behavior, my outward appearance, everything to be acceptable. And I don't know if some of that was out of guilt because I wasn't flawless and I wasn't perfect. But on this side of heaven, we are not going to be perfect. In fact, that's why we needed a savior. And I think this translates really well into parenting. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm first, if I'm expecting perfection from my kids, I'm going to be constantly disappointed. But if I view them, you know, as, as grace recipients, you know, as an opportunity to extend grace for us to grow together, for us to learn together on this journey, it helps all of us relax. 
Mm, absolutely. Yes, I've absolutely found that my attitude toward things directly affects my family, especially my kids, and especially us who are homeschool moms, right? You you homeschool five of your children, yes. is that right? Yes. Yep, yes. we do. And and you know, here's just an example of that too. You know, my friend who homeschools as well, I was getting really frustrated that our house was untidy. Mm. And I am not the tidiest housekeeper because I like to be creative and all these things, but I was getting really frustrated. And my friend that's also a homeschool mom pointed out, she goes, you know, your children are mostly always with you. And so your house is constantly getting messy. You know, sometimes when kids, you know, when they go to school, those moms have time to clean and tidy up. And I'm like, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. You know, just to give myself some grace of, yes, my house might not be as clean, but I have five kids here and we're learning and we're cooking lunch and we're doing all of these things. And I need to give myself grace and them some grace, you know, for it not to be pristine because that's not a realistic reality. Sure. Now, how have you seen your Martha tendencies affect your kids specifically, whether it's in homeschool, teaching them or just raising them, speaking the Lord into their lives? How have you seen your tendencies to get things done, affect them in good ways and maybe not so good ways. For example, today, two of my boys, their room was really messy. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to help them get this to a place where it can be organized. They can find everything. And there were lots of tears in this instance, I was not one of them, which sometimes I am too, but <laughs> right. there was a lot of tears and it was a very big job. But I said, listen, guys, we have to persevere because mm -hmm. I'm not raising you to be lazy. I'm not raising you to not steward your things well. And if we can keep this clean, you know, it won't be such a big job. But it was one of those moments where it would have just been easier to finish it all myself, you know, towards the end. But it was like, guys, we got to hang in. We'll have a reward at the end here. But I think just that drive to do, it can be a good thing in helping our kids learn endurance and perseverance. And then when we were done, I said to my older son who shares the room with his younger brother, I said, look around at every part of this room. Don't you feel so good inside that yes. you didn't quit, that you kept going. And it was just a, a sweet moment. Now, on the other hand, there are times when I just need to put the to-do list down and go have a wrestle party or a Nerf war. And I think it comes back to that daughter in us. You know, sometimes our to-do list doesn't leave room for the daughter in us. Yeah. And a daughter, you know, plays. I mean, think about what you did when you were a kid. I mean, a lot of us would swing on the swings or ride our bikes or just have more of a carefree attitude. And so the times where I pause from that list that will still be waiting for me and go on a walk with the kids or just play or sit down and read a book, those recharge my soul and they bond our hearts together. And what I found too is when you do take that break, God blesses the time when you get back to work. And in fact, sometimes you get more done because then you don't have kids saying, no, come do this, come do this, because you've given them that time. I find if I focus on what I'm supposed to, you know, as a wife and a mom, 
I end up feeling like I have more time later to get the things done that I would like to get done. But those times when I'm trying to kind of do it all at once, those Mm -hmm. actually are less productive because I've got that angst inside and I'm short fused and all of that. So I find when I am faithful to those things um, that I need to be, there is blessing in that. And there's a peace that comes to our hearts and our households in those instances. Mm. Oh, that is such a good point, Katie. It reminds me of that concept almost of tithing in, in a weird way. And let me explain what I mean by that. Because the investment that you're talking about, the investment of time into the people that matter, into the heart issue, has so much better return than focusing on a hundred different things at once. And yes, m- my brain will short circuit. And, but I'll keep convincing myself that I can keep taking on more and keep doing more and keep adding to the list because I get addicted to productivity. And that's mm-hmm. where it can really get out of balance, right? I mean, and the persona of, and, and social media makes that feel worse. And that's why I need to put down even any of that because the reality is my family right here, right now, what do we need? Not who do I need to be or who do I need to impress because the investment looks truly different. I love that. I love that how God is faithful and how you just described that scene when I actually take the time to be with my babies and they get filled, then I can go back and I feel better because it all gives back to itself. (laughs) And I think that's why God designed us to be nurturers first and then our homes. Okay, yes, we do need to teach our kids responsibility, perseverance, absolutely. And we need to model that and do that, but not everything at once. Right. Well, I love what you just shared. I'm going to be thinking about that for sure. Something I talk about in Made Like Martha is, you know, the belief that productivity equals value can be like kryptonite to those of us who are made like Martha. Yes. Because if we think that that's where we get our value, where will we stop? You know, and there's been times where I found myself sick in bed with sleep deprivation, not because a baby was keeping me up at night, but because I wore myself into the ground Mm. trying to get a project done or trying to do whatever it is, even like a Pinterest pretty birthday party, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, we have to know our limits. And I think in this day and age, there's so much comparison going on. And even if you're productive, we all have different levels of energy and bandwidth and Mm -hmm. in different seasons. So just because you like to get things done, you know, you might have someone, you know, that can get twice as much done as you do. And if you keep trying to compete with her, it's not going to be a good fit for you or your family. And so I think that's something we need to be mindful of too. It's like, what works for our family? What do my kids need? What do I need to put on the to-do list? And what is just added things that I'm just trying to do to impress people or please others? There's three powerful words, I think, for those of us that are made like Martha, and it is saying yes to God assignments because we want to obey him, right? We want to do what he wants us to do. But just saying no to guilt and manipulation. I can't tell you how many times I've said yes to something when I should have said no just because I felt like I should say yes. Or that's what a a good wife or a good mom or a good 
church member or, you know, fill in the blank Mm -hmm. does. So we want to say yes to God's assignments, no to guilt and manipulation. And then the third, and this is one that I have a hard time with is just say help. You know, God has created us to need to link arms with other people, to not be an island. And delegation, it's not weak, right? It's wise. Mm -hmm. And there are times where we rob other people of the blessing of helping us because either we're prideful or we're like, no, I can do it. I can manage it. But there's been times where other people have come in and I mean, one friend came and helped me clean. Actually, she might have just done it. She cleaned my fridge for me. And that is such a gross job, you know, but it was (laughs) such a blessing. I had a busy season and she's like, she had given me some coupons to come clean my fridge, come clean my bathroom. And that was, it was really humbling, but it was such a blessing and it lightened the load that felt much too heavy for me to carry at that time. Oh, that's incredible. What a beautiful way for community to come alongside, right? For friends. I mean, we've seen like Mother's Day just passed and we've seen, um, you know, the coupon thing for mom. Here's a foot rub. Here's a massage. Whether or not that that actually happens, hey, at least you have a coupon book for it, right? But if friends can, can give that to each other, that is so cool. If moms can exchange blessing each other. I love that. That's beautiful. And I think sometimes like, you know, maybe you are energized by cleaning Mm -hmm. and maybe your friend loves to cook. I mean, I think some of us, like we can double our strengths by maybe swapping services, maybe like, Hey, on Saturdays, I would love to come back from your home. Could you send me home with a freezer meal? I mean, that could be a win-win. I think some of us are trying to do it all and we're just feel um, crushed under the weight of it. Mm. And I think God's given us creative minds. And I think some of us like could maybe get some things off our plate that we don't love, you know, and be able to offer things to other people, kind of like a, I don't know, little mommy co-op or something. Oh, what a great idea. I hope somebody takes that and runs with it this week. If you're listening, (laughs) practical family community, that is one of the most practical things I've ever heard. We're going to put that suggestion up on the website for sure. And, And let us know. Join the practical family community and let us know if you're able to do this with a family in maybe your homeschool co-op, your community, or your church community. Let us know how that worked and how people were blessed by it. That is a great idea, Katie. Oh, I love it. So, Katie, do you have any closing encouragement for mamas listening to this podcast right now? You know, I think the biggest thing is whether you feel like you're made like Martha, love to get tasks done, or if you feel more like Mary and, you know, relationships are kind of your thing, whatever it is, I just want you to know that God's grace is a gift to be received, not a prize to be earned. And he covers our cracks. He covers our weaknesses. And I think, you know, as homeschool moms, it's like, wow, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. But there are times where like homeschooling just doesn't seem like it's going very well, you know, and then all of a sudden, my kids will say something and I'm thinking, where did they learn that? But you know what? God is teaching them even the times where we just feel like we're blowing it. And understanding the message of grace has freed me so much. I am still wired to get things done, but I do it more from a place of peace. I feel like I parent more from a place of peace and I have a long ways to go, but 
-hmm. on the inside, I don't feel so anxious and so worried because I know that my position in Christ has been settled and I'm not going to lose that position if I have a cranky day. You know, I'm not going to lose his favor if I yell at my kids. Now, sure, I want to repent, ask for forgiveness, but there's so much grace at our disposal. And I just hope that encourages the listeners today. Mm. Well, thank you, Katie. That's wonderful advice. I really appreciate you coming back onto the podcast. Um, listeners, I <laughs> I feel the need to tell you this because I, I was telling Katie before we started recording that it's rather ironic that Katie and I have tried to record before. And I know that even with another podcast, uh, they had had technical difficulties. And for some reason, the Martha in us is being really called to the carpet right now, <laughs> really challenged because of our need to have things go well and to have our plans carried out how we plan them, right? <laughs> and and you know that, especially the last podcast we covered, um, where planning can be your best friend and your worst enemy, it can be our enemy when we find our identity in what we've planned to do instead of being able to let go and let God cover the rest. And I got to tell you, this conversation, I think, even went better than the first one. So thank you so much, Katie, for joining us here again on Practical Family. So happy to have you. Well, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Well, you've been listening to episode 42 of the Practical Family podcast. My conversation with Katie Reed, author of Made Like Martha, good news for the woman who gets things done. Pick up a copy of her book today, order it on Amazon or your other favorite Christian booksellers. Our links are available online on the Practical Family website and also at Katie's website, which is katiemreed.com. Be sure to check out the Hammock Time Facebook uh, videos that she and her husband do. Click over there, visit her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to visit Practical Family on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. As a podcast listener and subscriber, you will also get access to our free download, the Mom to Mom coupon book. Yes, I did it. I created one based on our conversation and just as a blessing you know it's an opportunity to not have to guess as to which you know chore will be most appreciated by that mom just give her a coupon book and let her redeem it at her will and say no really i want to be a blessing to you because you're a blessing in my life let me do one of these things for you or we can trade or whatever it is so you'll go ahead and uh, download that on the Practical Family webpage under episode 42. And it's yours to trade and give to other mamas and, and be a blessing in your community. Thanks so much again for listening to the Practical Family podcast. Remember to go onto iTunes and rate us, subscribe, share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. And as always, we're here to encourage you and families just like yours to build strong foundations and healthy homes. <laughs>